Hey, welcome to The Rant. Today I'm going to be talking about video game disorder and how the World Health Organization has recently added video gaming disorder to its list of diseases. Later today I'll also be talking about Weird News Wednesday, the very first installment of it. It will be a reoccurring thing that will happen every Wednesday where I bring various news stories to you that are just plain weird. So stay tuned. Hey, let's get the show started. When the World Health Organization announced it would be officially listing gaming addiction as a disorder in the latest international classification of diseases, the backlash was swift. Gamers and companies around the world joined together to question the decision from an academic, industry, and consumer standpoint. While the decision isn't 100% official just yet, states PlayStationLifestyle.net, that hasn't stopped the WHO from going forward with it. And just recently, Dr. Vladimir Pozniak, I believe I pronounced that completely wrong, coordinator for the WHO Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse, spoke with GameIndustry.biz about the ongoing controversy. In the talk, he explains the decision of the WHO, citing that the decision was not to consult with the video gaming industry, was done in accordance with WHO rules and protocol. So what I'm gathering from the article is that they didn't even talk to anybody in the industry, in the video gaming industry. So that's pretty interesting. Developing classification of disorder is a core normative function of WHO, and it does everything possible to avoid interference from commercial and other entities which may have vested interest in the outcome of the process, he said. So for that reason... And this is exactly in accordance with WHO rules and procedures we did not consult with the industry. Despite the general scare that some media outlets try to display when it comes to gaming, Pozniak was very clear in stating that the WHO didn't take any of that into consideration. If you look at mass media, there are sometimes very scandalous stories, he said. But at the same time, in the process which led to the conclusions for ICD-11, we based our deliberations on scientific evidence and clinical records. On what we are seeing in trends of treatment demand in different countries, these media reports were not part of our consideration. The entire interview is certainly worth checking out, but as it stands, it seems like the WHO has decided to go forward with their decision and will be bringing their entire international classification of diseases, with gaming addiction included, to review next year. So it's pretty interesting that this is going to be, you know, included in their classification of diseases. Because it's not even... They're not even saying it's, well, I guess, you know, mental disorders could be considered a disease, like schizophrenia. But, I mean, to have it lumped into (laughs) into that section of of a disorder is, you know, it's going to be in the same line of, like, schizophrenia, depression, all that stuff. Which I guess you can kind of see it go that way, you know, because, you know, if you have an addictive personality... But, I mean, uh, stop and, and, and look at yourself. Do you feel like you really have a gaming disorder or gaming addiction? Are you addicted to, to video games? Because, I mean, from what I've seen so far of my research on this subject, I haven't seen anything really that gives any type of indication. I imagine when they finally get to it next year because they say it's going to be on the docket next year. So in 2019, they're, maybe they'll give more clarification as to what actually constitutes as you having a game gaming disorder, you know, because they never they didn't release any 
oh, if you spend such and such hours, you know, they didn't say 10 hours, five hours, 16 hours, 20 hours. They didn't really give a specific amount of hours that you spend because if you take into account like people who game for a living, like Twitch streamers, they can game anywhere between five to 20 to 24 hours to 40 hours a day, almost like it's an actual job because that is their job. That's the way they make money. So based upon what they're saying, could they be suffering from video game gaming disorder? Do they have video game addiction? Because I mean, they're doing it as a way to, they're doing it as a, as a means to, to find financial stability. So it's pretty interesting. I, I would like to talk to some Twitch streamers and if you, you know, if you stream on Twitch or any other platform like Mixer, I, I want to hear from you. Do you believe you have a video gaming disorder? Do you think this article is just bullshit? Do you think it's stupid? You know, so I, I would I would love to hear from people. So, I mean, I've been playing video games for quite a while now. I mean, I, I love video games. Video games are fun. It's a, it's a good way to escape reality. It It can be an expensive hobby. It, it, oh, oh man, it can be, especially if you're, you know, a PC play a PC guy like myself or PC girl. You know, because you're constantly <clears throat> switching up video games, you're constantly uh, you have to upgrade your PC eventually because unless you wait it out. But if you want to have the max settings, you're gonna want to buy high end quality graphics cards, CPUs, so. It's pretty. It's it's. It can be expensive, but they kind of classify if you have a video gaming disorder, if you miss work, if it's affecting your everyday life, you know, you you can't really keep a job. You you struggle with uh, socializing. You struggle with actually going outside. <clears throat> so maybe I I did. Maybe I do, or maybe I I used to. I know I used to. I think I kind of calmed down on it. Yes, I still game quite a while. I imagine my girlfriend would probably say, no, 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 you probably have a, a video gaming disorder. But I mean, I, I imagine that I don't, you know, I do have a child and I, I usually spend all my time as much as I can with her because I do have a job. I do work. I work every day of the of the week. I have the weekends off. So I only have two days to truly spend an entire day with her because for the most part, I spend eight hours of my day with her. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I spend eight hours of day at work. Um, so I usually get to see her when I'm off of work. And then I make time to do a podcast, which I'm doing for you guys right now. So I kind of have to juggle my time a lot more because in reality, I believe if I had a video gaming disorder, I would be want to be playing video games right now instead of talking to you guys right now. So, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty interesting that they're, they're, they're going to be putting this out there. Um, I, I, I really want to talk to people. I wish I could interview somebody. I mean, I'll probably do that later down the road in a, in another episode, probably have it be a part two to come back to this. Maybe when they finally, maybe next year. So, you know, hopefully you guys stay with me so we can get that. But, but one, one of the interesting things is, is that our, our gaming culture has been really big recently. I mean, we have esports. that started being, you can even go to school, you can get a scholarship to, to, play video games. I mean, I believe it's for League of Legends. There might be other games too, but League of Legends, I believe, was the first... I, I forgot what university is. I'm pretty sure I can look that up. Um, but I'm pretty... There's. 
I don't know what university it is, but they offer scholarships for playing League of Legends. And I, I, I played League of Legends, not as much as my, my friends do. They're a hell of a lot better than I am. I really suck at that fucking game. But, um, I, I do know that our gaming culture has really been big recently. And, and it's, it's interesting to see how that is. Um, so let's see, 25 great scholarships for gamers. Let's see, top, top 10 online schools. Oh, this is for online schools. Sorry. I'm trying to look for a good article. Uh, let's see, eSport scholarships. There we go. There we go. Here, here's a good one. eSport scholarships. All those long nights staying up till 2 a.m. to play video games can finally pay off. So let's see, uh, California, or oh, University of Utah is one of the larger sports. I believe they were the first one. Uh, University of Utah is one of the larger sports schools to offer scholarships for video gaming. Its varsity esports team competes at the popular and high-profile League of Legends competition. Yes, I was right. This is this is the one. The university currently offers players partial video game scholarships with the future goal of offering full video game scholarships to its gaming team. So it's kind of like a football team, so to speak. It's very interesting. Um, California Irvine similarly recruits students on partial video game scholarships and have even built a gaming arena for gamers and its school's 10-player team. Interesting. Uh, Sorry, getting thirsty. Robert Morris University was the first college in the U.S. to offer video game... Oh, I'm sorry. So I I was wrong. So it was Robert Morris University was the first college in the U.S. to offer video gaming scholarships where students can earn up to 19000 a year in gaming scholarships. Robert Morris University esports athletes also don team uniforms and post-game meals, just like any other college-gate sports team. Interesting. So, that, so the, you know, do they qualify under having a video gaming disorder since that is basically what they're going to college for? <clears throat> Well, I imagine they have to take general ed while they're going to university. But how much time do you think they spend since they are an esports team? Um, they're they're basically <laughs> and it's funny because I remember when esports first started. Every, most commentators that they got that were actually I I don't remember who it was exactly, <clears throat> but they had somebody. I, I think he used to commentate on on football or basketball but he 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 would make comments and he was actually making fun of the whole esports thing and he was basically just making fun of it and and just bashing it saying like oh what the heck this is boring this is stupid so it wasn't really embraced at first um so i wonder what, what you know Having this being classified as video gaming disorder, I wonder what that's going to do for esports. I imagine it's not going to be like, oh, well, we got to stop. But I wonder what it's going to do for parents. Because being, being, you know, I wonder if parents are in a panic right now. Like, oh, no, my son or daughter has a video gaming disorder. <laughs> do you think they're, they automatically, like, as soon as they just read the headline? Because I feel like that's what happens a lot lately is that people just read headlines. They don't actually go in depth and read the article and do the research and get the right facts. Because we live in a day and age where news is basically just clickbait now. Because we are glued to our phones. We are, are, are constantly stuck just looking at social medias. And we tend to just not, like, 
focus on actual facts. We just look at the headline and that's it. We don't actually go in depth and actually just try to get the actual information that the article is trying to show us. So, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I would love to have an eSports scholarship. That would be pretty cool. So I wonder how we're going to be later down the road years from now. Because I remember when they when, – because this isn't like it's news, brand new news. They – I believe it was like maybe like three or four months ago that they actually said that they were looking into it and going to start conducting studies when it was first announced. I, I remember I saw it on YouTube, a video of it. And right away the comments were – they weren't even like, oh, no, like, this is fucking stupid. Like, why are you doing this? Or that can't be true. The the, the first thing, I kid you not, the first thing I, I started seeing people commenting was that, oh, I guess I can collect disability now and start playing video games. I saw that both on YouTube and Facebook. And I thought, man, this is just going to be so bad because a lot of people are going to do that. And, and it's just going to ruin it for every fucking buddy else. So I, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be very interesting because I wonder if people will be able to abuse it like that and, and just and not work and just collect the disability check. If you can, which I highly doubt they're going to do that because they're the doctors are going to obviously know that people are going to try to abuse it like that. So that's all I have on that subject. Stay tuned because we're going to go over weird news, the very first installment of weird news, and it's going to be a reoccurring thing. That's going to happen every Wednesday. I'm going to bring you news stories that are just plain weird. So stay tuned for that. So here we go with the weird news. First article comes up. Reported from the LA Times. Here's just the headline. Quick thinking mom uses taco tactics to outfox fake cop. Authorities say. (laughs) So a family of six was eating tacos from this truck in unincorporated Bassett on Saturday when they were approached by a man impersonating a police officer who flashed a gun and threatened them. So the article says the way the way she distracted the guy who's impersonating a police officer, she offered him a taco. She offered him a taco. And I guess while he was busy eating it, he said, give me your purse. And he was rummaging through it, looking for whatever. And she was able to talk to the people inside the taco truck to actually help her get the, the proper authorities, the actual police officers, <laughs> to actually come and, and arrest him. Authorities have identified the suspect as 80... 80? I'm sorry. The suspect has 38-year-old Juan Rodriguez. Why you gotta be Mexican? God damn it. <laughs> he was being held at the sheriff's industry patrol station in lieu of a $201,000 bail, according to the sheriff's inmate records. Oh, that's pretty crazy. So, yeah, I guess a taco can save people. <laughs> so here comes the next article. It was reported from the province. I'm pretty sure you've seen this. I know I've seen a video of it. I've seen the actual video of it. <laughs> but here's the headline. Woman detained after feces incident at Langley Tim Hortons. <laughs> I actually saw the video <laughs> and I really don't know what happened. So I'll, I'll, I'll read a little bit of what the article says, what led to it. But in the video, she literally is talking to an employee. I don't know if he refuses to give her the, uh, the like to let her use a bathroom if it's for paying customers. I really don't know. So we'll find out when I read a little bit of the article. 
But the video just shows her having a little bit of a disagreement. She's kind of arguing with the employee. <clears throat> and I guess she's telling him, I really have to use the restroom. She's saying something. I don't. She probably doesn't even need to use the restroom. She probably just did it because it's a white crazy bitch. Just <laughs> decides to just pull her pants down and shits, literally shits on the floor. You can see it fall out and everything. You don't see her bow or anything like that. But you can literally see her just take a fucking shit. And, not, and to make matters worse, she picks it up with napkins and she fucking throws it at them. <clears throat> and she walks off. So let's get into the article. A woman could be facing charges after an E-rate confrontation at a Langley Tim Hortons Monday ended in feces being thrown at staff. On Wednesday, surveillance video showing Tim Hortons staff being harassed was posted on LiveLeak and YouTube. In the video, I've already explained that, so let's see. The Tim Hortons employee had apparently denied the woman access to the restroom. So, okay, I guess... She- okay. Our current understanding is that the team member used their discretion in this case and denied access to the guests based on past behavior and out of concern for the immediate safety of team members and guests in the restaurant. As matters escalated, the team member contacted local authorities for assistance, Tim Horn said. The company says they are working with the franchise owner and will be looking into this matter further. So that's that's pretty crazy. Um, so if you want to go see this video, and I know you do, just YouTube it. Google it. You'll you'll fucking find it. Just Google white lady pooping. Why is I gotta bring? Why do I gotta bring race into it? I don't know, <laughs> but it's 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 pretty fucking funny, cause she actually throws it. So here's the next article. So you know, are you walking along the beach, taking in the scenery, the smell of the ocean? You feel the salt in the air. You know, you're just walking along, maybe with your significant other. You know, you're holding hands, you're walking down, you see maybe a seashell. Do you know what else you probably might see? A fucking human foot. So apparently, in British Columbia, Canada is known for many things. This article comes from The Guardian. Canada is known for many things. Beautiful landscapes, great skiing, the 2010 Winter Olympics, washing up on its shores... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading that completely wrong. It's just because I want to get to the good part. The 2010 Winter Olympics and the human feet that have been washing up on its shores for the last nine years. Oh, my God. Since 2007, 14 human feet clad in running shoes have been found on the shores of British Columbia. From J- I'm, I'm probably going to fuck this up. From Judea Island to Botanical Beach. So far, the provincial... Provincial Coroner's Office has identified eight of the 12 of those eight. There were two pairs, the remaining lone feet, the coroner determined belonged to men. Between 2012 and 2016, there was a four-year pause between sightings. Then on 7th February, a new one was, wa- was washed ashore, discovered by a hiker along Vancouver Island's Botanical Beach. Five days later, another one appeared. The coroner's office confirmed they were a pair. After so many years, the arrival of human feet no longer provokes concern in the providence. I guess they're just fucking used to it. But when they first started to appear in 2007, speculation about where they came from ran rampant and pranksters even planted fake feet on the shores just to add fuel to the fire. Wow, that's pretty crazy. We've had people put dog foot skeletons in runners and leave them on the beach. Okay, that's that's supposed to be a prank. But then you got to ask... How the fuck are they getting dog foot skeletons? That's that's pretty weird. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the 
the, the, the last article for this segment. Mother of 19, this was reported from the Telegraph, mother, who's a 19-year-old, stabbed boyfriend during sex after telling him men should only be used for human sacrifice. <laughs> a young mother has been jailed for 11 years for stabbing her occasional boyfriend. Occasional. Nice. As they had sexual intercourse after texting him to say men should only be used as human sacrifice. Zoe Adams, 19, has dressed up as a clown and put a pillow over a Kyrian Bewick's head to make their encounter more exhilarating on July 29th last year. Carsley Crown Court heard. In what she described as an overreaction, she whispered, trust me, to the then 17-year-old Bewick before stabbing him five times in the chest, arm, and thigh with a 10-inch knife collapsing his lung. Damn. Having seized Adam's iPhone, the court heard of images she had saved on the device, which included a blood-soaked woman with the caption, Murder is like a bag of chips. You can't stop <laughs> after just one. Holy shit, this chick is crazy. And I'm not going to lie, she's kind of attractive. Uh, well, not really, but she's kind of, a, she's, she's above average. She has nice eyes from the picture that I'm seeing in the article. So if you want to see what she looks like, Google... Mother of 19 stabbed boyfriend during sex. And I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to find it. Uh, but it's usually the crazy ones that uh, she's... God damn it. <laughs> that's so crazy. So unfortunately, that's all the time I have today. This is going to... Hopefully you enjoyed this segment. Hopefully you enjoyed what I talked about today. And uh, so have a good weird Wednesday. All right, see you guys.